Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nile Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions online on the topics of sex and dating and we answer them for you. Or we get them sent in by our wonderful listeners. We have a show for you today. Oh, shit. Was I meant to bring that? Yep. Well, uh, never mind, guys. Sorry. Yeah. I, I thought this was just the midweek hello. I thought we every I thought week. we had it, but no. All right, well, we don't. my name is Niall Spain. You're I'm Dave Miller. And this was not, I guess, a podcast. I would love to know how many times we've done fake sign-offs. I think at least three. Um, <laughs> but hey, you know what? Congrats to the Philippines. No, I refuse. I refuse to talk about this. Like, but it, congrats to the Philippines. First ever Olympic gold. I love it. Now let's no more Olympics. We're not going to rant about it. Let's see, that's why I, I, I yeah, said I was Dane? boycotting it. Yeah, well, you can boycott it. I'm saying congrats to the Philippines because the Philippines are our fucking people. So they support us. I support them. Fucking hell yeah, Philippines. We love you right back. They have a gold medal of my heart. That's and true. And one that ages ago. And true. I'm not a garbage organization. So it means more. Are you ready? Yeah. This is by out of my system one. What is the proper but honest way of approaching women at the beach? Hey guys, I'm about to go to the beach right now, and usually I approach women at the beach the same way I would anywhere else. I go up to them, kneel down, say that they look cute, and start a short conversation before moving on. I won't have, <laughs> I won't have anyone to help me out. Now, the way the question is, or the, this is phrased, is that he always kneels down when he starts a conversation. It's very true. At no point does he ever clarify that. So... <laughs> mm-hmm. I won't have anyone to help me out because all my friends are busy, and I usually prefer to go alone anyways. I want to avoid bringing things like balls or pails, spelt wrong, because it feels awkward bringing them just to talk to girls. Not to mention I don't have them since I usually just like to sunbathe, collect rocks, seashells, and chill. I'd also like to know how I can approach groups of women or doubles. I still have a bad approach anxiety when approaching groups, so at first, I'm not sure how I could interact with them without making things too awkward for my level. Any help would be appreciated. <laughs> now, can you imagine the sight of a grown man just walking around with a fucking, like, plastic bright red pail? Yeah, I like how he's like, damn, I know I should have a ball or a bucket, but uh, I just don't want to bring one. But I know it will, in fact, hurt my chances with these random women I'm harassing on the beach. Now, you said bucket. He didn't say bucket. He said pale. And no. to me, I immediately think of those, like, you know, the, the, the like, plastic kits that you buy at the dollar store for children mm-hmm. to make sandcastles. And I The ones love, that come with, like, the matching shovel. Yeah, exactly. Like the little, like, hand shovel and, like, maybe a couple other, you know, accoutrements. Mm-hmm. And, like, what... Why? Why would that be? A, a, like, you're talking about collecting rocks and seashells. Okay. Like, what are you putting in those? Like, where are you collecting them in? His pants. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got, just, it's like, hey, guys, how do I approach women when my pants constantly are weighed down by all these cool rocks that I found? <laughs> Help. Someone thinks I'm really hung or has a disease because I've just got a lumpy, hard mass. The front of my shorts all caught in the netting. But it's just rocks. Just all these cool rocks I found. You know um, what? That's the only endearing part about this is that he likes to collect rocks or seashells because the rest of it, you just go on the beach alone to creep. We can all agree that like uh, opening with a, hey, I just I, I just thought I had to tell you. I saw you over there. And I just really had to tell you. I think you're cute. It's such a like canned line that I'm sure everyone hears all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it works. You know what I mean? probably every now and then with certain people. I'm pretty sure everything works every now and then, you know, like just laws of possibility and whatnot. Doesn't mean it's good. I I think if you really want to meet people at the beach, I like use this fucking seashells stone collecting thing. Is that a weird thing? Like one, don't like leave people alone. Like if they're just fucking chilling, reading a book on the beach, leave them alone. They don't, they're not there for you to, hit on. But if you happen to find yourself in a social situation where you can actually strike up a conversation invite invite the cutie to like look for seashells with you. Yeah, I think our advice here is kind of similar to our advice in like a bar, which again, actually less so because bar, it's a lot more socially acceptable to go chat someone up. Right. And you're wearing more clothes, so it's less creepy. But like, yeah. 
you know, if, if something's happening, like if people are playing volleyball and you're there and you're like, oh, like, do you guys mind if I join in or something? You know, maybe they have one less player or whatever. Or maybe you just want to be like, oh, this, I don't know. Like you join them in a natural way. Like ask them if you could play volleyball with them. Ask them like what the music they're listening to is. If they're, you know, blasting a boom box, you know what I mean? Do, do something natural if you have to, which let's be fair, you shouldn't have to, you know? Don't just go up and be like, you look cute. Yeah, like no one goes. I mean, I'm not going to say no one goes to the beach to get compliments because I'm sure, again, people are there mm-hmm. just to flex. Um, but like I said, like if someone is, you know, got their hat over their head, sunbathing or, you know, got their nose in a book reading while they're just enjoying the beach. That's not like nothing about that. Or they have their headphones in like nothing mm-hmm. about that says, hey, I want you to come talk to me. And, like, if they're with their friends, they're not going to be like, hey, random guy who said I look cute and not my other three friends, sit down with us. Now the whole day is about you. The caveat here is get a boat because mm-hmm. people on the beach, specifically women, I two, two of the women I work with at work were like, yeah, we went on some random guy's boat the other day. He picked us up on a sea Yeah, And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, he rode up and was like, hey, do you guys want to come on my boat? And we we're like, yeah, and got on the sea I was like. <laughs> terrible what? i was like would you do that if someone came up to you in a car or a motorcycle <laughs> was like hey i got a real cool house you want to see it you know what's better is that like if you go to a house they have to dispose of the body somehow you go to a boat just throw it off the edge or you could or you could run away if you're oh, on true, a fucking yeah. boat it's like unless you're, you're jesus you're going nowhere yeah you're you're stuck there until they decide that they're bringing you back this is my this is my beach safety lesson don't get don't go to random boats with random men it's very true now we i'm gonna dip into the comments here because we got some incredible advice Mm. one is kind of like yours but it's a little bit more budget friendly instead of hopping on a boat or bringing a boat hop on a surfboard oh now the poster says i don't have one and that's not the attitude we like to see here (laughs) but now we got some incredible advice you know every now and then i come across advice that just shows we don't need to be here right okay we're, we're irrelevant so Kenick in MD says, girls know they look cute. Be specific. What about them made you go up to them? You don't have to be pervy or disgusting, right? Now, Dane, you don't have to be pervy or disgusting. Just so hyper specific. Just let them know the specifics, such as the way the sun was catching your clear skin lured me over here. <laughs> How do you like that one? I love that. Like there are, I would say there are three things that you can never compliment without <laughs> being absolutely creepy. And that's teeth, hair, and skin. I think the, any, anytime you, you mention that someone has really nice teeth or I love your hair, your hair smells really good. No, you, even those great, aren't that great. No. But skin. Yeah. Skin is weird. Skin like, is the top of the list. Clear skin is a very like, it's not a great compliment. You know what I mean? It's like, that sounds like you couldn't get anything else. And you're like, your skin's clear. You don't have things on your and skin. He, even then, it's not the kind of thing you can peg from distance anyway. Yeah. Right? So it's like, what? Also, the sun was catching your clear skin and then lured me over here. It sounds yeah. like you're used to luring people places, which is why I use that. I don't know. Yeah, there's also like there are also words that you don't want to use in certain situations. Like when you're approaching a random woman, mm-hmm. don't use the word lure. <laughs> like like just don't do it. You know what I mean? Like your your the way the sun hit your removable eyes. I mean your eyes was just like kidnaptivate. I'm captivating. <laughs> kidnaptivating is <laughs> a very powerful Toronto energy term. That's true. Because I feel like most dudes have that energy with yep. them. Um, like, okay, I do want to throw out some possible ways to mingle on the beach. Because, look, we're all horny. We've all been locked up. It's time to mingle. Online dating's a cesspool. Meeting people in person is always the best way to go. So I think we've cleared up the things not to do. Don't fucking just randomly approach people. I think having a surfboard isn't a bad idea. If you know how to surf now or power move, you walk up to a girl and go, hey, teach me how to surfboard. I don't know how to use this. <laughs> and if you don't teach me, I'm going to drown and it's on you. That would actually be an incredible flex. Now, the only thing is, <laughs> what if they don't know how to use it? Well, then you don't die alone. 
It's true. And that's actually the perfect response for when they say, oh, I don't know how to surf either. So at least we'll die together. <laughs> and then hold their hand. <laughs> and call them mommy, just in case. Just in case. See, what, try to cast a wide net. You're on the beach. I think, one, I really think that you need to find a way to to incentivize this rock collecting seashell gathering thing. Cause if someone's just strolling around and, or, you know, skipping rocks or, you know, just going for a walk, I think a, like a fine thing of being like, Hey, you let me know if you see any cool rocks, cool seashells. I'm the guy with the bright red bucket. You come find me <laughs> because that's it, that you're inviting them. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be like, Hey, do you mind if I join you and look for rocks? Cause then you're imposing. Also, let's be fair. It's mysterious as fuck. Cause like, what are you, what are you doing with these? You know what I mean? Are you just, do you just like them? Is it like a business thing? What's happening here? Well, and also, it kind of shows you're a badass. You're that confident that you're like, hey, this isn't the most masculine thing. You know what I mean? Looking yeah. for rocks and seashells. But I'm such a badass that I will openly be like, yeah, that's 100% what I'm doing at the beach. And if someone laughs at you, be like, why are you laughing? Like, this is. Have you never looked for rocks at the beach? Or like cool rocks at the beach? It's like, this is the best place to do. Boom, you're in a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And you now have the opportunity to be like, okay, give me give me 10 minutes. We're going to find a badass rock, a badass seashell, and you're going to see why this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And and now you now you have a way in. And they can say, oh, no thanks. That's not my thing. And walk away. And yeah. great, perfect. That's fine. Let them walk away. They're not interested. Move on. But... You now have yourself a like an activity that you're doing that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're just wasting time looking for, but you also have a way to like incorporate people and invite people to join you. Mm-hmm. Also, it's also don't, sorry, continue. Don't just focus on women. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you get like if you start making some bro friends and you're all just combing the beach for fucking sweet seashells. Because look, if I was on the beach, like you and I. If someone was like looking for seashells, I promise you, you and I would get involved in that. Oh, 100%. And like if they were chill, we would bring them back to our friends, I'm sure, at some point. Or all our friends would just come with us looking for sweet seashells. Yeah. And now you have a group that can approach groups. Yeah. And also, you don't seem creepy if there's a few of you. Or yeah. it's like one person. And, and let's be fair. You talk about your fucking seashells. That's a conversation. You go up to someone and say, you're cute. That, what, what do you say that? Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, because then you're just in like pickup mode. And like mm -hmm. we've said it a thousand times, people smell that shit from a mile away. And it's so exhausting that like there's no reason to continue this because like nine times out of ten, I imagine most people like fuck how long until this stops. Yeah. Whereas if like how many times do you talk about seashells with a stranger? It's so disarming. It's the thing. It's non-threatening as well. And it's interesting. And it's like. People get aroused most from their brain. You know what I mean? Like you're into someone most like mentally, you know, it can really be the spice on that fucking whatever you are. The rest of you, it's going to twist it one way or another. If they start talking to you and you're a fucking plank, they're going to hate it. You know, you're going to go down five points. But if let's say you're, you know, unassuming and they talk to you and you're just fucking hilarious, all of a sudden they're seeing you in new eyes. Yeah, it's it's such a, a, a treat to run into someone and have an, an interesting conversation or an unexpected conversation mm-hmm. that isn't like slathered in altered or uh, ulterior motives. It's so nice to just be like, like just keep it about the fucking the rocks and the seashells. And if you have an opening, go for it. Great. Cool. Do it. Yeah. But and especially for girls who've been hit on like all day, every day for the last few weeks, you just being like, you're cute. That's nothing. That's absolutely nothing to them. That's an annoyance at best. Whereas, like, if you are having a conversation, it's going to be refreshing. It's going to be nice that, like, you see them as a person, which you should. But, like, you're cute. No one cares. There's, and again, we we say it all the time. Literally everyone says it all the time. Confidence is sexy. And there's a certain amount of confidence to admit that you are looking for seashells. And I love it. I, I also love it. So that's my that's my suggestion for you, my dude. Go out. Be fucking adorable. Ha- like and again, make friends. Walk like, right up to a girl and just say, "I seek seashells on the seafloor." <laughs> I'm gonna say, "Say it, say it back, or you have to help me with seashells." <laughs> say, say it ten times now, quickly, faster, yeah. faster, faster, faster. And then if they fuck up, just like pff, walk away. Yeah, hundred um, percent. This comes from Reddit user. It's just a bunch of letters and numbers. How would you compare sex to masturbation in terms of food? So as a follow up to my previous post. 
I'm a virgin trying to understand sex more. Is I this do... the one who talked about the orgasms last yes, week? Yes, I'm pretty sure this is Why the Why does he try to keep comparing sex to things? This is... I have viewed porn and masturbated to it, and I want to know how that compares to sex. My guess, using a food analogy, would be is porn slash masturbating is like eating candy, whereas sex is like a full course meal. Would you say that's an accurate analogy? If not, what would be a better analogy? See, I fear that we're helping someone pretend to have had sex before, right? <laughs> like he's he's definitely going to be on his first date like, well, I always think a wanking it is more like a candy, whereas, you know, sex with me is more of a three-courser, you know? Uh, this is what's happening. He's he's doing like grassroots research to try and sound like not a virgin. I appreciate that he's on this quest to sort of like really nail it down before he does it. <laughs> yeah, learn more sex stuff and kind of like, you know, expand his horizons. But he's asking the fucking craziest questions that don't help at all. Well, that's the thing. You, this like if I'm like, oh, yeah, wanking is a hot dog, but like sex, oof, that's a that's a beef brisket sandwich. That doesn't mean anything to anyone, means, and it's means not nothing. helping him. Especially if you're a vegan, right? Like it's like, or maybe you're a vegetarian, mm-hmm. or or maybe you you're allergic like to dogs. dairy. Yeah, it's like, or yeah, like food is so subjective. And I guess you know what? Fair point to him. Sex is also you know everyone has their own particular flavors, mm-hmm. but that's why you can't ask like what what is good sex, because that question doesn't mean anything when it's internalized. You can't mm-hmm. be like, oh, good sex is, you know, X amount of positions lasting this amount of time. Mm-hmm. It, like, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't necessarily mean sex. You can have great sex that is missionary that lasts for, you know, three minutes. Mm-hmm. That That is a very possible great sex moment for you. Or arguably some of the worst sex is the one that does last really long and has multiple positions. Cause you're usually just like, it's not working. Stop trying to like figure this out with these weird asinine ways. But to get to his question, what is, what is masturbation? Like if it um, was a food masturbation is like a soup dumpling. Cause you got a thing. And then eventually <laughs> to finish liquid has to spurt out. Yeah. And if you don't, sort of know what you're doing you can really hurt yourself exactly right whereas sex is like what's food where you put a thing in another thing (laughs) it's like it's like mashed potato but your dick is the spoon (laughs) (laughs) now i i also wanted like one i wanted to bring it up and be like hey like stop trying to find these arbitrary comparisons if you're trying to learn about sex really the only way to do it is learn the anatomy of sex, learn the science of it. Mm-hmm. And even that's not all that useful. Really, the only way to sort of get experience and, and learn about it is to experience it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think like being open and confident are two of the most important things because it's like you could read the Kama Sutra like our good old not a virgin friend from 100 episodes ago. Yeah. And like it doesn't really mean shit if you're not like a lover that cares about your partner and also like has the confidence to either ask for what you want and also to act on what they want. Yeah. Or just be so like removed from the situation because you're so focused on pulling off the, like the mantis Lotus, yeah, you know, pretzel move. And it's mm-hmm. like, if that, like I've had sex with people who, you know, have been very focused on their posturing and like what they look like. And it's like, it's so not sexy when people are trying actively to, you know, brace their arms back a little further so their their tits are out more and arch their back more so that they they you know what I mean it's like I know what you're doing and like it's so obvious that this isn't comfortable for you and you're doing it for my sake mm-hmm. and like just relax like I don't care if you've got some rolls while you're riding me yeah we all I, have rolls all the time I have them right yeah. now I'm hunched over a mic <laughs> it's like I don't care about those things that's that's not at all what sex should be sex should be you know our roles and our our natural bodies and our you know the weird noises and the 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 mess and everything like that's that's sex and and trying to remove that aspect of it greatly diminishes the 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 joy and purity of of it all um but let me let me read some question or some uh, can i also just say that even just assuming sex is one thing all the time or even masturbation not all masturbation is the same yeah, right? like sometimes you just crank one out because, like, you know, you you just need to. Sometimes you take some time. You luxuriate in it. You know what I mean? Uh, that's one's candy and one's like 
pulled pork. <laughs> well, uh, see, I would, I would argue that masturbating is pulled pork. You're slow cooking it, slow cocking it. Anyway, hit me with those those comments because I can't wait. Masturbation is like eating ice cubes. It looks like you're eating, but it's just a crunchy drink. <laughs> Sex is well, a five course meal. My eyes are bigger than my stomach, so it takes a while to finish. Dear God, this person must have the worst masturbation and arguably the worst sex uh well (laughs) i've got one to beat that for you masturbating to me is like plain unseasoned grits bland (laughs) and unenjoyable sex is like beef wellington tender savory best i've ever had what does that mean sex what you've ever had (laughs) sex is the best you've ever had or even just beef wellington (laughs) is the best like every beef wellington you've ever had yeah have you just had one beef wellington um here's another one that masturbation is like yogurt reliable and always there in the fridge when you need it (laughs) no it's not i run out of yogurt all the time also it's very perishable yeah (laughs) um (laughs) is this galir (laughs) right sex is like ice cream you can't wait to have it and your mouth waters for it but when it's always there in the freezer you start to take it for granted what? So this guy doesn't take yogurt for granted, but does take ice yeah. cream for granted? Yeah. Masturbation, yogurt, and it's always there for you. Yeah, but right. if sex is also always there for you, it's you got gar- a problem. It's fucking bullshit, right? Then. Sex like yogurt, because if you spill it, you get dried white stains on your pants. I mean, masturbation is like yogurt. I'm going to re- reverse it because they start with sex. Masturbating or masturbation is making a food you know you like the way you like it. Okay. It's like. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Sex is making a meal for another person. There's a lot of work involved, and maybe you'll get to sample the dish. (laughs) How how would you not get to sample the dish? Huh? What? Hey, I made you a sex. Uh, It's in the bedroom. Let me know what you think. If you like it, I'll come join in. If not, you just do just go do what you want with that sex I made you. (laughs) So it's it's questions like these where I'm just like, okay, I deal with imposter syndrome a lot. And it's like, I read these and I'm like, okay, there is a reason for us to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. If this is, if this is the attitude people are bringing to both sex and masturbation. Yeah. Bland, unsalted grits. Damn. That's sad, <laughs> bud. Right? How is I anyone ever going to love you if you can't even un unsalted grits yourself? I don't know. I'm sure there's been times where I've half-heartedly jerked off, but. Oh yeah. I would but say. Like- that's more a often me than problem, not. not a jerking off problem. Yeah, more often than not, if I'm going to jerk off, I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's it's a great way for me to unwind. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm not, I, it's very rare that I do sort of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of a, uh, um, not objective, but like a, you know, a, a, a functional masturbation. You know, like, I'm doing it because I need to, to come. <laughs> it's it's rare that I ever have like one of those situations because like I'm a grown man I can I can handle not coming for whoa. a while whoa <laughs> you shut your mouth <laughs> but yeah. like if it's I'm gonna like, jerk off I'm I'm gonna do it to enjoy it but for real it's like you should be able to enjoy your own pleasure like you know you should be able to pleasure yourself because like if you don't if you can't for whatever reason it either means that you don't know what you want or you don't think you deserve it or like you're doing it wrong. Masturbation should be fun. I don't understand why it wouldn't be unless they're just saying it's so bad in comparison to sex, which like seems hyperbolic and maybe they've only had sex a few times and that's fine. But still it's like, enjoy touching yourself and then enjoy touching other people. I can can definitely tell you that I've had better, better jerking off sessions than I've had sex. Mm -hmm. Like I've I've had sex. that has been worse than. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Cause it's like, there are moving parts. It's like, if it's just me jerking, it's like, I know how I feel. If I want to go faster, guess what? I can do that very easily. <laughs> I'm kicking it into overdrive, baby. Yeah. Um, you ready? Yep. This is by Sad Highway 4635. Oh. Boyfriend, 20, sees nothing wrong with having random Spanish girl in bikini sit on his shoulders in the pool. My boyfriend, 20, is on a lad's holiday. They've been hanging out with a group of girls while there. And last night I saw a photo of him and one of the girls in the pool where she was sitting on his shoulders. 
it made me feel a bit uncomfortable to see him so up close and personal with this girl. It feels disrespectful to, for him to have his head between another girl's bare thighs. Looking for advice on how to handle the situation. I assume like she's sitting on his shoulders like like they're in the pool playing like a, you know, yeah, like I assume like that or they she just hopped on his shoulders for a picture. No, I, I look, I get it. I understand the jealousy here. It is. It's never, you know, a fun thing to see a half-naked lady, presumably attractive, on your boyfriend's shoulders. But, like, the likelihood of anything... Like, it would be such a power play, stupid bullshit move to be like, I'm cheating on you with this hot woman, and here's a picture of me. It's probably they were just fucking around in the pool. I feel like if anything was happening, they would definitely be like, oh, don't take a picture of me with, you know. But even then, it's like... Look, you're jealous. That's fine. We've been through this before. Being jealous is fine. It's how you act on it, right? Is there really anything wrong with like, I've had many people on my back, on the back of my neck, like on my shoulders for like a concert, for example, or like Dane, I think was suggesting some kind of pool based, like knock them over game, you know, Um, which I believe is the technical term. Yeah. Those are not inherently sexual things. It's like, yes. His head is between her legs, but it's the back of his head. That's not hot. You know what I mean? It would be one thing if he was just nuzzling her vagina through the fucking swimwear. But yeah, if he was just getting a full face of cooch, then yes, I would understand you're you're upset. But like, is it really something wrong? Also, there's no harm in saying like, you know, just saying, mentioning, being like, hey, that picture may be a bit uncomfortable. Um, I, but like, as much as I think it's important to be honest about this thing, I think there's also an onus on you as a partner to be like, do I have reason to believe that this is anything more than harmless, you know, holiday fun? Mm -hmm. If the answer is no, then you kind of have to move past it yourself. If you do think for whatever reason, like if he's with this person all the time and she's kissing him on the cheek every five seconds and you know, everything seems to be like, he's very much latched onto this one specific person. And there's just instance after instance, after instance of suspicious activity. Then I don't think there's a problem being like, Hey, uh, you know, your, your interactions with this lady's making me a bit insecure and a bit jealous. But if, if it is just sort of like a group photo of them all, dicking around in a pool get over it yeah like you know what every single post in this is like oh my god i would never accept that 100 percent dump him he's cheating on you what a piece of shit like over and over and over and over every single one like imagine if it just makes no sense to me because it's you as we've said a thousand times you you date someone because you trust them Mm -hmm. and if you don't trust them you shouldn't be dating them if imagine if like every time I'm um, back when burlesque performances were a thing, I was so jealous that there is like, you know, Amanda's rubbing her bow on the back of some dude in the audience. Mm-hmm. And I was like, unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, it's so exhausting to do that. It's like, I know that uh, considering the circumstances that this is nothing. So I'm not jealous about it. Yeah. So like, for all, you know, he's wingmanning, his buddy. Well, so that's what I was going to get to. Apparently, he said the only reason they were hanging out with the girls because one of the guys was single was talking to one of them. And he was like, you know, chatting to the other ones kind of like to help his friend out. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? He was entertaining them. Is he a clown or something? And the original post was like, oh, I laughed out loud when he said that. It's such a dumb thing to say. That's I mean, not. it's like, do you, do you not have friends? Like, have you never yeah. been with a single friend who talked to somebody else? Also, like, look. If you want to be upset by this, that's okay. You know, do you think it's worth a giant fight and all these things? Because arguably it's just someone sitting on the back of someone's shoulders. There's nothing inherently sexual. No. You know, he's around people. And it's like, look, you trust him or you don't. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this comes down to, I think. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. You can't be like, no, I trust you. But the very act of having someone on your shoulders is just so unforgivably sexual. Because <laughs> it's just not. No, it really isn't. And like literally the first thing that I thought of was probably there's a dude with another woman right beside him. And that's the single guy at the girl that she's or the the woman he's interested in. Yeah, You know what I mean? And they they're just playing a game and he's just helping his buddy out. And arguably that's kind of what like that's that's what I would do for, you know, as someone who's in a committed relationship, I would actively be trying to help him because it's like i've got nothing to lose Mm -hmm. so i can i can do whatever i want and and say whatever i want and like i don't care if these girls are into me or not 
yeah, what I am going to try to do is, is you know, make my buddy look good. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's the best way to be a wingman is when you're taken. Because, like, you just, you have no skin in the game. You just get yeah. to, like, fucking help your friend out. And, like, it's so easy. And then yeah. if the girl turns around, you'd be like, oops, got a girlfriend. Sorry. Lol. Bye. You don't even <laughs> have to, like, engage awkwardly or, like, you know, it's great. So, I don't know. Like, to me, this is pretty inoffensive. If there are other things that made you suspicious, like Dane said... Sure, maybe you have more of a leg to stand on, but like as it is, it's like I get it. It sucks. He's on holidays, you're not. He's with a girl, you're not with a guy. But it's like just because you feel all these things because you're not there doesn't mean it's fair for you to take it out on him. No, and this is like again, it's it's the internet validation sort of move where I think she probably knows she doesn't have the leg to stand on here, and that she's being irrational in her anger about this situation and has now gone elsewhere and given minimal information because like she didn't mention the, the friend wingman thing in the post. No, that was goaded out of her Mm -hmm. later on. You know what I mean? So like, it seems strange that you wouldn't put anything on in his defense in the original post, but you know, completely frame it in a sense that you are the victim here. Uh, but the thing is, by now, after this post, she definitely thinks she has the right to explode on this guy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he had a random vagina on the back of his neck, but that's fine. You know what? Like, imagine if you actually were like, hey, girl, like, I'm so sorry. Something happens. Like, what happened? <sighs> I let a girl put her vagina on the back of my neck. Like, what? <laughs> I laid down. I laid down. She stripped off and just went right onto it. And she got up and she left. It's like, I don't even know if I'd consider that cheating. I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why? Are you okay? Yeah, this is just weird. Should we, should we call the cops? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Again, like, by all means be jealous, but, like, think about why you're jealous, process those feelings, and deal with them in a healthy way. But seriously, these fucking things. Make sure he does an STD test when he returns. This is a case of someone showing you who he is, and you just needing to believe him. What does her being Spanish have to do with it? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. He's 100% doing it on purpose. You can't lack that much Uh, self-awareness. This comes from Reddit user. uh, Throw the whole growly... Just a bunch of letters at the end. I thought it was going to be throw the something away, but it's not. Anyway, am I being shallow? I got to start on a date. I actually had a good time, but the first thing I noticed about him are his stretched earlobes from wearing gauges. I don't like gauges anyway, or I don't like gauges anyway, but his ears are grossing me out, and I'm trying really hard not to focus on it or look at them. Now I don't know what to do because he's nice, but I don't find him attractive. Uh, uh, I'm just going to make those sounds until this is over. (laughs) Look, it's like if you don't find someone attractive, you don't find someone attractive. You know what I mean? Is it shallow? Like, I don't know. It's based on physical appearance. So I guess kind of. But like, I don't think if you see someone, you're like, oh, I'm not attracted to them. Damn, that's shallow. Got to date them now. It's like, yes. fuck it. If you if you don't find them attractive, you don't find them attractive. Like, I don't see the point in trying to power through. And there are things like I, I'm on her side. I, I think the stretched earlobe, like that actually like physically makes me uneasy. It it weirds me out. And it is one of the things that I have a hard time not looking at in like morbid fascination. Now, is um, this, are you talking like the saggy danglers or are you talking when they still have the gauges in them? either, either of them They they freak me out. I don't mind like the little ones. Like if you've got like just little, little tiny ones, but I'm talking about like, if I can get like two fingers through there, mm-hmm. it weirds me out. Well, if you can like, get like, you know, finger and a half, uh, no, too big. Anything bigger than like my pinky finger freaks me out. <laughs> um, and it's and it's just like I don't having skin that's got a hole that big in it that it shouldn't like it. That's weird to me. So I, I get where you're coming from. And I don't think like it's your like everyone has their own preferences. You know what I mean? Like there are people who don't like beards. There are people who don't like, you know, piercings. And that doesn't make you shallow. Those are just preferences that for whatever reason you don't like and you know what like i i don't have any issues with spaced ears so i don't particularly understand but like 
there's a million other things. Like, you could have just gone out with them and had, like, a run-of-the-mill thing you don't like. I don't know. It's like, if you don't think you're going to get over it, like, what's the point in trying to stretch this out? Because if all you're going to do is tell them you're not attracted to them, better now than in four dates' time, you know? Yeah. Um, If it's something that took you by surprise and maybe you're, you know, not sure about, fuck it, give it one if you want, if you really like the person otherwise. But it's like... You're always going to be attracted to someone or not, and that's always going to be based on a bunch of things. You know what I mean? It's like, is it very specific? Sure, but like, fuck it. Yeah, I think you end up being shallow if you think this person, if you make a judgment call based on them. Like, if you look at them and you're like, ah, that person's dirty because they have gauged ears, Mm -hmm. or that person is, you know, X, Y, or Z because they are this. I think that's where shallowness kicks in. I don't think you're shallow for not finding people attractive. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I think like if you look at someone who's overweight and you're like, oh, that person's lazy. I don't want to date them because they're gross. I think that's being shallow. Absolutely. But if for whatever reason you look at someone, you're like, I don't find you attractive. The onus isn't on you to find everyone who comes your way or expresses interest in you. It's not your job to find them attractive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, you know what? Just be kind when you dip out. But like, fuck it. You know, that's my answer is fuck it. Yeah. Yes. I think if you if you can find a way to get over it, if you did have a really, really good time, I think it's worth trying for a second date and maybe seeing if it was just sort of initial system shock immediately, like a one time thing where you're like, oh, geez, yikes. And maybe it could be something that you get used to. If not, sucks, but fuck it. This is by pizza rating. No, pizza rating. Am I the asshole for buying my boyfriend birthday gifts? I'm confused and upset. Boyfriend turned 21 last week, and I bought him a new video game he'd been wanting and a t-shirt. He started ignoring me and leaving me on red after that. I asked him what was wrong, and he finally said it was unfair. I got him birthday presents because now he's going to have to get me something for my birthday, and then I'm being manipulative. I told him, no, you don't have to get me anything for my birthday, but I'd like to spend some time with you that day. But he said it was a dick move that I got him gifts. He said I was trying to make him feel obligated. I told him it is the thought that counts and he doesn't have to give me anything. But if he does, I'd be happy with just a card. But he keeps saying he's unsure he can deal with a materialistic girlfriend. Was it wrong that I got him gifts? I can't understand anymore. Wow. No, I don't think you're the asshole. I think it is quite the opposite. I think this guy is gaslighting you to try to make a very nice thing you did seem like a very shit thing for some reason. I guess so that he can have his cake, i.e. the presents, and eat it, meaning that he now is, you're in further debt to him, almost, and he ha- doesn't have to do anything for you? Yeah, or he's just got, like, some really bad money issues, like, some really bad insecurities involving money. Yeah, but even either, even if that's the case, this is not the fucking way to deal with it. Oh, absolutely not. 100% you know? this is the wrong way to do anything, really. Like, regardless of what the reason he's doing this, it's bad i feel like maybe try to get to the bottom of it and just be like hey okay well first of all is it wrong you got them gifts absolutely not like let's get that out of the way that was the question you're fine you did a very nice thing um i would be fucking hype as hell if i got a video game and a t-shirt it's fucking best yeah um so just get that out of the way you're not doing anything wrong whatsoever unless you guys had a chat where like he said oh look i can't afford presents i don't want to do this like Let's agree not to. And you were like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to spend $120 on two presents and make you feel bad. That's the only situation in which this is a bad. Yeah. So that's out of the way. Um, If what Dane says is right and this person has some embarrassing or like awkward or bad money situation or some shit like that, it's still a very terrible thing for him to have done, but it becomes slightly more understandable. And I think you need to get to the bottom of that. And if... That isn't the case. This guy is a complete garbage shithead and you need to run. Yeah, like I I really don't know what advice I can give to her because she did everything I would tell someone to do. She was like, hey, I don't want anything. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Let's just spend some time together. That's all I want. It's like Mm -hmm. other than like other than actually pressing the dude and being like, hey, why do these upset you so much? I need you to like. Yeah. I don't care about gifts. I've said that. So claiming I'm materialistic just because I wanted to do something nice to you. It, like, that's not what materialism is. Mm-hmm. You know and what I mean? Like even giving even so, gifts. It's like you're telling him something. And he's refusing to believe you. Yeah. I, like I said, like, I really don't know what I could, what 
to suggest to you that you haven't already done because the dude has shut down really what any logical per like the logical next steps of being like, Oh, Hey, here, here's the reason why I did it. Here's, you know, I, I don't want anything, blah, blah, blah. Those all are, are the things that you should do after a conversation like this. But the fact that he still is being super aggressive and punishing you for what is ultimately a very nice thing to do for someone mm-hmm. is uh unforgivable in my opinion i really think this is something to be like cool if you don't want a materialistic girlfriend enjoy your fucking video game and now you don't have a girlfriend yeah Pro- problem solved i i really don't like just going right to the to the breakup uh and i i you know we always try to give you a an alternative if you want to make the the thing survive the relationship survive but I, I in this case i don't think it's worth it yeah again the only thing i wanted to i just like if somebody has like a really bad economic situation and like just kind of panic freaked out. I didn't want to just like throw them under the bus, but at the same time I said it at the start and it's still true. It's like, even if you have shit, it's like that's on you to be a good partner, to not dump that shit on somebody else, you know? And it wasn't even just one blow up. It's consistent and it's cruel and it's mean and it's punishing you for doing something nice. I think you just need to get out of this fucking relationship. Yep. So here's something. Let's come from Reddit user Mojo uh, Jivo. Mojo Jivo. Mojo Jivo. How do you eat the pussy from the back? I've done it before, but I don't know. Do you <laughs> do you tongue fuck them? I don't know, or I don't know how or what to do that makes it so pleasurable to women. Like he doesn't know how he's so pleasurable to women when he does it from the back. How do you eat the pussy from the back? Well, I think he's saying is like, do they like it? I can't figure out a way to make them like it. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was just very confusing. He did say I don't know a lot, which was funny. Yes. Um, so I think you gotta, like, one, make sure they're comfortable with it, because it's a very, like, revealing and, like, Your nose is going in the asshole. Like, it- Yeah, your nose is pretty much going in the asshole. And, like, a lot of people aren't going to be comfortable with that. And even in general, it's like, a lot of people, like, it's kind of different if you're doggy style fucking someone than just, like, having your face, like, eye to eye with, with their butt eye. Um, yeah. So a lot of people aren't comfortable with get, having their pussy eaten from the back, which is why, like, it just maybe make sure they're cool with it because if they're not, they're not going to enjoy it no matter what you do, really. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah, it's definitely something that would be alarming if you know you are mid position switch. Maybe you're a missionary and you're in the like switching position of standing to get into doggy, and then all of a sudden it was just like bam, face in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like that would be alarming for like, even if someone did that to like, you know, if we were switching positions and I wasn't expecting someone to like put my dick in their mouth, mm-hmm. it, it would still be jarring. A welcome surprise, but still <laughs> like, oh, OK, well, all right. You know, that could have been dangerous because I didn't know you're putting your head there. Yeah. But like even just, you know, flat out, if you're like, hey, like turn over, bend, like turn around, bend over. I'm going to like give you a lick out or whatever. Yeah. If they're not comfortable it's with the it, the worst, the worst way to call it, lick out. Yeah, I fucking hate it. It's better than like eating out or like. I don't. I mean, I know this know, is a cultural thing. Head, like that's weird. I I know this is just you know terminology that we've become accustomed to. We've been what's socialized. Your what's your favorite way to do it? Uh, go down on you. I think I think is my my preferred way. Or or eat you out. Eat you out is terrible. A lick out sounds terrible too. Lick out no, sounds like like what can, dogs do to Kongs to get peanut butter out of them. Yeah, but guess what dogs do to tennis balls when they eat them out? They you have to throw it in the garbage because it's dead now. There's exactly. Fucking... That's how that's how I deal with sexual partners. <laughs> God. Like <laughs> what a dud situation. If someone's like, oh, I'm gonna lick your dick, I'm like, cool. If someone's like, I'm gonna eat your dick, I'm like, no, I need that. I guess. Also, like, what if, eating what if out, it's like... I'm going to lick out your dick. Lick <laughs> it out. That's like going in, and I don't want that. But guess what? Still better than eating out. I would take someone licking into my dick tip over them eating it, especially eating out, because it's almost like they've hollowed it from within. So Which they're not just eating my dick. They're like spreading my dick. Like they're splitting it like a banana or something. And then they're like just, a demigorgon kind yeah, of situation. Exactly. And then they're just going to like gorge on the flesh within. Like I don't want just like four limp strips of flesh left afterwards thank Although, you Dane. apparently that is a surefire way to increase penis sex- sensitivity what uh people have like split their dicks like oh. they yeah you know what i don't need more sensitivity it's good right yeah I, i'm like i 
I don't need that. No. If, if I could keep it in one piece and, and oh my god, just yeah. fine. Thank you. Hey, I could do a lot worse, and still I would want it in one piece. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Yeah, you could tongue fuck them if you want, but like that, I don't think should ever be the goal. You know what I mean? Uh, like I feel like you know, there's a lot of parts around there that can get attention from your tongue and your mouth, but like I think the clit is still where it's at. I think I'm going to say it. I, I don't think this is a, a productive use of your time, really, in my opinion, because you put yourself at such a disadvantage that you're correct. The clit is sort of like if you're going to go down on someone as as much as someone may have sensitive labia or even like going into the vagina itself. The main reason to go down on someone is to stimulate the clit. Yes. It would be as if someone just was going like to give you a head and just work the balls, you know, yeah, or, or the shaft, like just, yeah, like just went to town, just like, you know, lick and it around then the shaft. You'd probably have more success. So like putting your, to, to eat someone out from behind while they're bent over, you've, you've put the clit literally from the furthest part away from you. So unless you are going underneath in well, almost like a face-sitting face situation. If someone's really throwing that ass up in the air and, like, bending over, you can get to it pretty easily. It also depends on how well she can arch. You know what I mean? Like the That's true. Her, her sort of engagement in it as well. So if she's offering it up, then, yes, you might have a better opportunity to to stimulate the, the clit. But if it's just sort of, you know, she's ready for sex and you're trying to, like, get in there at the wrong angle yeah <laughs> yeah that's it's the like thing you really need to like put that ass up get that back down and like it needs to be as dane said like presented it needs to be given to you like like an unappreciated video game and a t-shirt on your birthday <laughs> right and and you need to get in there you can't just kind of like go for it like if they're in doggy position because like a lot of the time that like face down ass up thing is not the best way to start doggy style at all you know because it gets so intense or deep or just like fucks off the angle so it's like there are two different positions that you really need to like work around so it's like if your aim is to just go and lick someone out from behind it could definitely work but they need to be able to as dane said contort themselves to that space where like the clit is accessible uh they need to be comfortable in that position being completely you know unveiled for the world you know you need to be okay with having the butthole probably in your nose or eyes uh, no one's allowed to fart during this, just while we're on it. Um, It'd be funny yeah, if they did, though. It would be very funny if they did. Um, it could be great. And I think the fact that you are in this unusual position and it is a little bit more kind of like vulnerable, etc., can really heighten it for, for the woman. And like sometimes it can be easier depending on the angles you get, or at least you can do things like a little differently. So it could be really fun. But, you know, you got to just make sure you're doing things right. Cause there's nothing worse than like awkward head, you know, an awkward yeah, because like you're just kind of like slobbing in the general area, but you're not really getting anything done. Yeah. yeah not really achieving anything. Yeah. You're just like throwing a tongue around downstairs. It's like, I think nah. the only time I've ever really successfully pulled anything off was, uh, I was having sex on a couch and we were switching to doggy, but mm -hmm. she wanted to bent over sort of like the arm of the, mm -hmm thing and so what she did was she was her her elbows were on the cushions of the couch and her knees were up on the arms of the yeah and that's so a it great was, angle because you've so much to work with yeah i was i was sort of like almost face level with the ass so all i had to do was just go down you know what i mean like crouch yeah. a little bit a little. and but at that point it's like there are so many better ways to go about this <laughs> and, and and like yes time and place i don't think this should be added into like a a repertoire of signature moves because it, it's so dependent on so many different things. If you want to like go down on someone mid fuck, just, just go down on them. Like if they're riding you, bring them up, have them sit on your face. It easy, easy way mm -hmm. to get, get access to the clit. They control the pressure. They control, you know, where position you pretty much just have to like flex your tongue and you're good to go. That's pretty much the easiest way to do it. Yeah, or you know, just if it's missionary, go down. You're you're right there. They're already in position. Just go mm -hmm. to town on them. I think trying to eat someone out from behind is a fool's errand for the most part. Um, so I don't think this is something. I, I just disagree. Don't think it's, it's it's totally fine to do. You just like it takes a little bit more effort than the other ones. 
Like I've done it on a bed where someone's just bending over and it's like you can get in there, but you I can, think but you need more work than the others. So it's like I think what you're saying is there's often more like baggage efficient. to attend like success. You know yes. what I mean? There's way more chances to mess it up and like the only real benefits are shaking things up and maybe that kind of like vulnerable feeling that like she might enjoy or might not enjoy. So, you know, I don't think it's exactly going to, you know, change someone's lickout game, but you know, throw it in there every now and then try it. You know, I definitely feel like it's more of a, a partner thing than a one night stand thing. Yes. You can communicate and they won't just be like, what's he doing? Is he trying to yeah. sniff my butt? <laughs> and that's the other thing is like, you know, eating ass is a very common thing. So like, to do, go down there unannounced someone might be like cool i have not prepared myself for this and get yeah. very very self-conscious or they might just be like hell yeah and like dump their butthole on your tongue and you didn't want that <laughs> you know i've changed my mind lick out is now second place and dump your butthole on their tongue <laughs> is probably probably the king of things i don't ever want to hear you say again oh yeah well do you want to hear this question sure now dane you got to listen to the question, all right? Oh, it's like a riddle. Okay. No, it's not. But like... No, it's like a riddle. I just want you to, you know, work within the parameters of the question. Like a riddle. Yes. Uh, this is by Free Bobby Schmurder. What is the best frame to attract women in brackets and male friends? And this is in Outer Game in Seduction. Option one, happy idiot. Smiling, good vibes, chill, not the sharpest, somewhat goofy. Option two serious sharp witty serious sarcastic bordering on mean thanks mm, i see so this is like an archetype this is a pickup archetype yes and it's it's a game that's only it's in beta so there's only two options <laughs> and both of them are bad <laughs> you can be an idiot or you can be mean so I, I like if i have to choose if you're making me play in the game i'd be the idiot 100%. There's no question asked. Why? Like the options of being funny and friendly and, you know, approachable mm-hmm. or the alternative is like, I'm going to be stern and kind of a dick. Like, what? Why would I want to do that? Now, Harry got got disagrees with you. He says, don't be goofy. Men will take you seriously and women won't open their legs for you. I would strongly disagree with that because that is, I mean, goofy is, I mean, I don't know if goofy is the right word to describe me, but. Definitely not serious and kind of mean. You're definitely serious. I've never seen you make a joke ever. <laughs> it's true. Matt Guyver says probably an intriguing combination of both. Ooh, be goofy and mean. <laughs> hey, <laughs> have like one of those spinning like flower petals that squirts them in the face when you. <laughs> yeah, but it's acid. <laughs> yeah, it's just Elect- pepper spray. Electric hand buzzers. Mm-hmm. Pretty much just be a clown. Yeah, I, I love that this person thinks those are the only two ways to go, but also that, like, you need to affect something like this. It's like, no, what are you? Yeah. How about hey, how about that one? Hey, bruh, you you don't have a framework. You have a personality, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I don't wake up and like bleep bloop. What personality would I like to install today? Bleep bloop. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. At least it shouldn't be. Yeah, because mine are pre-installed. I mean, if you're if you're multi-classing, you're always going to be worse than someone who's straight up, you know, going. That's deep. All right. Although I don't agree with that because I made it pretty badass. I know you did. You multi-class five, five or six class multi-class character once. Um, To no one, to everyone who has no idea what you're talking about. Let's move on. But this isn't this is insane. There is no two options. And either way, the option should just be be you. We've done this a million times. Stop it. All right, let's do some tenders. Hell yeah. At the end of the episode, we like to peruse online dating uh, and comb through some profiles looking for red flags. What works? What doesn't work? In an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. So we got this one sent in. I'm going to call them Agent Meow. And it just says, I think I'd make a pretty good cult leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the trouble with this is like... It's funny, and I'm assuming it's a joke. I'm like 90% sure it's a joke, but she's there definitely is, joking. There is also the chance, the slight hint that they do think they would be a good cult leader. And But the thing is, I think thinking you'd be a good cult leader is one thing. Like someone might be like, I think I'd make a good murderer, but being a murderer, that's not okay. That's true. You'd be like, like, I, I, you know, I'm charismatic as hell. I could be a cult leader. 
doesn't mean like you're thinking that. You know, you could say that. That's a good Still point. Still not acting on it. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, either way, this is this is going to be a 10 for me because I think it's funny. I think it's funny. It's it's new. And you know what? We haven't even seen anything re- remotely like that. So good job, Agent Meow. You get a 10. Uh, this is James. I don't want to brag, but I once picked a movie to watch on Netflix in under 30 minutes. Whoa. If you don't like going for late night adventures, don't talk to me, car emoji. I like it a lot. It's a 10. I, I like it. Until the like, I'm I'm not a big fan of the like. If you don't like this, then don't do th- like don't talk to me. Even like there, it starts with a joke, but like late night adventures doesn't. There's no punchline there, so it's it, like yeah, it, I takes assume... a, it takes a bit of a serious turn, and I'm just like, eh. So See, I'm gonna I, give it a seven. I don't take it as seriously because of the joke, you know. Yeah. Like I'm I'm riding that comedic high, and you know, it's also kind of like it's in your court. It's like. If you if you want to talk, then there's some presumed level of like adventure having. I don't know. It's fine by me. Yeah, but I don't mind. I don't hate it. I'm just saying that those those phrases always give me the heebies a little bit. So I'm going to give fair. it a seven. Okay. Uh, this was also sent in. This is going to be from Agent Zed. Not looking for a now. This isn't their profile. Okay. But they they found it and sent it in. Um, not looking for a hookup. Read that again. This is my first time on Tinder. I honestly didn't want to sign up, but here I am. I'm not your average girl you see on here. And I'm also not trying to brag or anything, but I really have a lot to offer and I would want the same in return. I'm an intelligent, hardworking, independent woman who has her shit together. Ultimately, I'm looking for a deep connection to see where that takes us. I like how she's like, I'm not the typical person, but I'm almost positive we could say we've heard this profile word for word. Actually, I'm 90% sure, yes. Um, so I'm going to give it a two because you can't come in with the energy that you are this fresh new God's gift to Tinder and then spout off literally the same shit that everyone has on their profile. Yeah. And I'm not saying that what you're saying isn't true. That's fine. But like to preempt it and qualify it as if you are some sort of, you know, Messiah, you know, generously gifting yourself upon the masses because you didn't even want to be here. Well, that's firstly, that's the biggest red flag. Well, not the biggest, but like first on Tinder. I don't care. This doesn't matter. Why are you ashamed of online dating? I didn't want to sign up. So you had to? Yeah. Like, who made you? Either someone made you or you failed so much in like real life dating that this was your last, like you had to reluctantly sign up here. Neither one is good. Yeah. Not your average girl. How do you know? It's your first time on Tinder. Now your average girl also, you see on here. Anyone who says that is the average person because everyone says that. Also, I'm of- not trying to brag, but here I am bragging. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I'm giving it uh, a two. I'm going to say I, two. I think I'm just going to give it a one because there's nothing redeeming here. Um, this is Abigail. Just looking for someone who will go to the gym with me, but will also drink an entire box of wine with me. I do those things, right? Hell yeah, I like it. Getting that, getting a ten. I'm, I'm just- going to give her. A 10 as well. I'm a little biased because I do see her picture and she is a cutie. Um, But with that profile, I'm I'm great. Perfect. See, it's fun. It's so she likes fitness and partying. Yeah. Uh, This is Lee Shan. There is no racial discrimination. I like traveling, watching movies and yoga. I'm an independent girl. I like to make friends and drink coffee together. I hope I can find someone who loves me, treats me well, is self-motivated, filial to my parents, and finds a sunny, handsome, charming, and financially independent person. What? Filio to my parent? What is that? Filial, like F-I-L-I-A-L, which I believe means like acts like a son. Oh. So like a filial relationship. It's like you, you'd you be like their son. That's mm, That's strange to want from a romantic sexual partner to be sort of the adopted son to your parents. Mm-hmm. I assume that's like part of being like a good yeah, just kind of like fit, in, law, you yeah, know what fit I mean? into but the family. It's still a few steps ahead of where you're beginning. Um, I don't hate this. The now, the opening line of no racial discrimination mm-hmm. um, is strange, but also might be necessary from where they're from. Yeah. Um, because I know there is a lot of like, you know, not won't date this type of yeah. person. You know what I mean? So like, good for you. I, it, it's sad that we have to preface things with that, but, mm-hmm. you, you know, depending on where you are in the world, I'm glad that you are, you're open. Now, what if they are the opposite and they're claiming that racial discrimination doesn't exist? Well, that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's like a typo or like a translation thing, 
but I like how they say, like, I hope I can find someone who loves me, blah, 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 and finds a sunny, handsome, charming, and financially independent person. It's like, wait, you want someone who finds a sunny, handsome, charming, and financially independent person? <laughs> it's funny. But no, I, I like the whole thing. It seems very positive and nice, and uh, it's cute. Yeah, I'm going to give it a, a, a 10. Fuck it. I'm giving all 10s today. I'm, I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, God damn. This is Archie. I like to think I have a wicked sense of humor, ideally looking for long term since my last long term ter- became short term. You do the cooking. I'd bring the wine and do the washing up. That's mm, a seven. That's a six, maybe. It's fine. But like you do the cooking kind of weird and like talking about your old relationship. It's like saying you want a relationship because your old relationship failed. That's kind of weird. See, I like it. I almost like it because like it long term became short term. Like that's funny, but yeah, like I, I, th- I think it's. I don't think it's. And I took it maybe. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more like obviously like most people who are on Tinder last relationship ended. Well, I for, hope so. Right, like it's it's kind of a so like I don't know. I I think it's I think it's the right amount of sarcastic for me to appreciate, mm-hmm. and I got no no harm with the like if you cook I'll clean. Like I like that. That's. I'm I'm it's the fine. opposite. I would rather cook and like and have someone clean up. So like, oh this, yeah, hundred percent. But like, this, this dude is I'm my match with him. But there's something a little more charged if you're a guy saying to a woman, "You cook." Oh, it is. He's a man looking for men. Oh, okay. There you go. So that is less bad. Either way, it's a seven for me. It didn't quite get there. This is cat, and on hinge, they just say, "Change my mind about." Men are all good liars. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I, we always talk about how relationships are built on trust. And you need a foundation to trust to make a solid relationship. If the first or your prevalent opinions of me as a man is that I'm a good liar, seems hard that you would find a place in your psyche to trust me. Yeah, it's super negative and aggressive to start off with. And it's like, hey. By all means, you know, you could have gone through some shit. I'm not like, that's totally fine, but that's your shit. That's not our shit or my shit. You know what I mean? So to come out with that in a dating profile, I think is super weird. I also like have no interest in trying to date someone I have to convince I'm not terrible. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to start <laughs> in negatives. Fuck that. Yeah, that's no, absolutely zero. not. Yeah, get out of here. Um, that's our show. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you had a great time. I know I did. I also did. Well, then, there you go. Now, we, we we had a great time, and it'd be really uncomfortable if you said you didn't have a great time. So mm-hmm. if you could just maybe tell you just, just, that you had a good time. You have to, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to make things weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a question for us, or you would like to just say hello, you can reach out to us. Hit us up on our website at fbuddiespodcast.com. You can find all of our social media. You can find a contact form that you can choose your own agent name. We'll keep it completely anonymous, and we will respond to you ASAP. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And also, thank you to everyone for getting us into the top 12, or to number 12, in the uh, top 100 health and wellness uh, podcasts on Good Pods. So if you have that app, Come follow us. Come give us a listen because we're blowing up. We're blowing up. We're coming big. But yeah, come like us. Come star our episodes or even just follow the show. I don't know how it works yet, but it'd be great. Do you have some bad sex writing for me? Yeah, this is going to be a tweet. And it's about your favorite topic, the Olympics. Mm. It's a picture of, uh, I believe, the uh, or it's a female weightlifter. And they said, not an empowerment, but beginning of a destruction. 26 years old, unmarried girl, destroying her fertile years, has already destroyed her most fertile years too, can't be called as the icon of female empowerment. She could have brought new beautiful lives to the planet Earth. It, How dare she I, lift weights in the Olympics? I mean, did she lift weights so hard her uterus exploded? Like, I she think can... they're just like, she spent her time training and not having kids. Yeah, I mean... Up till 26, wow, what an she asshole. Could, she can still have children. Also, she doesn't have to. Yeah, this person sucks. Don't be like oh, this person. Oh, boy. I mean, the the sheer amount of people criticizing the Simone... Mm-hmm. Uh, Simone Biles, remember. who's a badass. Yeah, Simone Biles. Like, the amount of men who are like... I saw one 
uh, guy posts like, she made the U.S. even weaker now. I can't believe like we're a laughing stock, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yes, the man with the double chin and a weak jawline is the epitome of American strength. Get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here. Also saying this to one of the like literally best athletes to ever come out of the Ameri- like America. Yeah. Like, it's like she's you do better than any one thing that she does do one single thing. And I'm talking just the running startup <laughs> to anything that she's done accomplish that and then you can talk about weakness but until you can do literally anything on an olympic level you don't get to talk shit about this also it's like she's been proven to just be the best gymnast in the world at the moment it's like she has nothing left to prove so it's like if she thinks she'll be better off like bowing out of the competition for like mental health or whatever it's like yeah that's a that's a fucking like, there's no thought about that. Of course you would. You, what do you have to prove? You have all the medals. You have all the fame. You have the reputation. And on top of that, she's not even getting the proper scoring because she's too good. Now, you son of a bitch, you tricked me into talking about the Olympics. My I name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. <laughs>